Yo, what's up? Thank you for listening to Cast Therapy. I'm Leighton Jordan, obviously. Appreciate it. So, I'm doing this one dolo because I've been thinking about something. And... You know what's funny? I never do my intro when I'm by myself. I kind of just get them going. But anyway, I've been kind of thinking... And I think a lot about, like, this was not supposed to become a relationship podcast, but because when I started doing it, COVID hit, and the only thing you can really talk about is ideas and shit like that. Obviously, we talked about a couple events, but, like, obviously, relationships are a big part of the human experience. And I, like, yeah, focus on, because I'm thinking about it in my life, especially as I get older and shit. I'm playing 2K. The Clippers want to give me Eric Bledsoe and Kay Johnson for Clint Capella. Nigga, if you don't suck my whole dick, no, I'm not giving you... I don't need guards. I'm a pretty good guard. Here's my team. I have Devin Booker, me, I'm the Suns. Brandon Ingram, DeAndre Ayton. Hold on, let me just show you the full fucking roster. Because I made some nice fucking trades. So I have Devin Booker. Uh, Landry Shamet, Abdel Nadir, Gabe Vincent. Okay. Uh, me, because I pat myself a shooting guard. I'm 6'6, 210. Nice. Duncan Robinson, who's 6'7. I like height. I like height and guys I can shoot, which I guess is everybody in basketball. I have Brandon Ingram, Cameron Johnson, and some dude named Dana Long. I don't know. Then I have DeAndre Ayton, uh, Frank Kaminsky, Chandler Hutchinson as a two-way, and I have Clint Capella, Dario Sarge, and JaVel McGee. Made some nice trades. Nice little trades. I had to give up a pretty penny. Thankfully, giving up fucking Chris Paul got me, I think, Clint Capella. Let me check at the transactions. Yeah. Oh, wait. We traded Chris Paul for Brandon Ingram in a first-round pick. So we got Brandon Ingram in a first-round pick, which is dope. And we traded Mikael Bridges and Jay Crowder for Clint Capella. Yeah, Michael Bridges and Jay Crowder for Clint Capella. And first-round top three protected. Nice. We traded Alfred Payton and Cameron Payne for Duncan Robinson and Gabe Benton. Yeah, it was a nice little, nice little pickup. But, um, yeah, I thought about this. Too. Like, while I'm in Portland and I'm doing these things, I'm trying to become better. I realize when I take a look at my relationships, like my past ones, is that some, I have still a little bit of bitterness about it, but not as much. But um, one of the things that I realized was that I was not good at being a boyfriend and or husband in the sense of I never really leveled up. And what I'm talking about is like, I just never leveled up. And with that, 
I I never brought the relationship to its um to a, a, I guess another level, but just like I never evolved within the relationship. And I really got better. Like I I, I was comfortable and I kinda kept it at that. I never put myself in a situation to where I'd be uncomfortable in order to grow. I never took those steps to do that. And so I think a lot of, I let a lot of the relationships stagnate because I didn't really see I didn't really know how. Like with me and my ex wife, just think about that, just like I never really took control and understood what a husband was. I liked the title, it was cool. But it was never like I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a provider. I need to all my moves need to be how to provide for my family and my children and my children's children, my and hopefully my children's children's children. You know, leave a legacy. I didn't. I was partying. And it was just like, yo, there has to be more than this. And, it's, and that thing, it's a lot of it. I was just cool. I was fun to be around. But when you're in a serious relationship, especially a committed one, you need to have plans for the future and build towards it. Mine was, I literally saw everything as when's the next time I'm going to be able to get to be on the mic and enroll afterwards and maybe, you know, Crack some cheeks. But that was bad, dude. I I just like, this is a good time. But there's certain milestones that you need to hit as a couple and as a person. And I just wasn't, that just was the furthest thing from my mind. Like, even was just like, yo, my son is in the NICU. Damn, I need to get a job so I can fucking pay these bills. I just never thought about that shit. Which is fucking retarded. Like, dude, it's not good to do that. But I never really took it. I never really understood the what that was, what that role was, what it meant. And it's like, I caused a lot of fucking anguish. Just based on... Me not being a responsible adult within the relationship. And I know I probably hurt my wife. She's probably like, yo, am I in this bitch all by myself? And it's hard to say no. But there are a lot of times, just most of the times, it's just like me doing what the fuck I wanted to do. And not really worrying about... Not even just consequences, anyone else and what they thought about. Like, that wasn't fucking cool. But. I think now, more than ever, I'm realizing what I want in a relationship. But just to step back, just like, bro, I need to, I want to give a big apology to Alex Riley's mom. And she'll probably never fucking listen to this, but I never really did anything because I felt people would listen anyway. I did it because I wanted to get off my fucking chest. But I totally fucking, I never, I never leveled up. We lived with her mom and shit for years. And it's just me being fucking comfortable. 
like everything I did, I never really pushed myself to get better. I should have, as much as I loved working at Abercrombie, I should have been left Abercrombie. I should have been left Abercrombie. I wasn't getting paid a lot. I was working so much. And there's a lot of, and there's a full fucking seasons when I knew we weren't going to see each other a lot. And it's not even like making a conscious effort to, to be together and to do things together. Like I didn't, I should have, but I did not. And it's not like I didn't make time for it, but I, like, I didn't. It's just like, I guess we're just going to live our separate lives and do shit like we use, we do. And so we're very much roommates who co-parented really well and fuck. But, like, we didn't have those moments where we would, you know, just sit on the couch and watch TV and shit. Because as soon as she got home, it's pretty much time for me to go to bed Especially around this time of year. From like September to fucking December. Dude, we're we're doing 5 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock. And I'm having to wake up at 4.15. Get there. You know. Not a lot of time to spend together in, in those intimate moments and shit. I feel like our relationship was the best. When, before Riley was born. When we were waiting on her to pop out. And soon after, but just like where we have, and that's how Riley got her name, Aria, her middle name, Aria, was because we'd, uh, on Fridays and stuff or whatever, we both knew we were going to be off, we'd get a Little Caesars pizza, the one with the bacon wrap and shit like that, and some snacks, and we'd watch Game of Thrones. And I think, and I love those moments just because that was our moments together and shit like that. But like, as we got busier, jobs got better, just like, we we stopped um, doing a bunch of shit together to grow the relationship. And I was so fucked up from my relationship, my last relationship that I fucking allowed it to carry over. And she didn't deserve that shit. At all. Like, she rode. You know. She rode with me and dealt with a lot of bullshit. And it's just like, the one thing she needed me to do was just level up and evolve in a relationship. But I'd never thought of ever evolving in a relationship. I always knew what I liked in a relationship and everything, what I wanted. But I never thought of fucking evolving and reaching my full potential. I just knew I had it, but I let my comfort fuck up my potential or my push to become better. The one thing that I pushed to become better was soccer, but that was fucking fleeting, not fleeting, but just like, it, you know. It, it wasn't as important. It wasn't. But it, it like I said, not for lack of loving it, but just like, you gotta do better. Like, you're, she's looking at you like, bro, you're 20 something, 30 years old. Like, what are we doing now in this relationship? Where is it going?
And I didn't fucking know, but I should have. I should have fucking known. And I didn't. And it's not like I took her for granted, but like I took I think I did. I took her, I took myself, I took the entire situation for granted. And then when our world got fucking topsy turvy, I was like, holy shit, what the fuck am I doing? Like I felt like there's this massive betrayal. Like you skipped out on me when I was on the upswing. But like nigga, it'd been years of her waiting for you to be on the upswing. Like you finally got the kick in the pants where you needed shit to rock. But then at the time too, it was like I didn't have a job for fucking three, four months. And so it was just like, yeah, she needed me to, I think Riley did too, just like for me to step up and fulfill the potential that she knew that I had. And I think that's the thing what probably kind of broke her heart, just like, not even just me, not just the arguments and everything else, just like, bro, you're not. And like this new, just like this guy has a fucking plan. He's doing these things. Like he does stuff. I mean, obviously there's a fucking trade off of everything, but it's like, all right, bet. Yeah. I don't know where I left off, but yeah, like I want to progress and I want to do these things and be better and provide for family. And I think it's just because now I have a way, but I always probably had that way and had that potential. I just needed to actually fucking do it. And it's really, it's really easy to stay in your comfort zone. It's really to get in the routine of being in your comfort zone, good, comfortable. My comfort zone is doing modeling and chasing chicks. can't because it's not going to help me at all as much as I may want it to it's not going to help me at all dude it's hard like you see these fucking hot ass girls like Portland has a lot of fucking strippers nearby and ready to fucking go Like, I'm dope enough to where I can fucking pull it off. I have the look. I have the battle level. I say battle level instead of swagger because I hate swagger. I rarely say swagger unironically. But battle level is better than swagger because you've had to do something to get it. You can't just buy it. You can't buy XP. You can buy it, it, but at some point it's kind of like with GTA. You can have all the shark cards and whale cards and everything else and have $10 billion in your fucking bank account on GTA. But if you haven't been playing long, your your level is going to be small. Like, you're not getting the, you're not getting the shit. You have to do some things. You have to get through grinding and, and playing. But back to that. But just, like, it's easy. Like, I'm glad I went to the fucking gym tonight. There are four hours. Because it's like, yeah, this is what I need to fucking beat. <laughs> nice little workout. 
I gotta structure it more. But yeah, but just back to just like, bro, like she needed me, and I think all of my exes to be to not just fight for the relationship, but to fight for the growth of the relationship. And I still struggle with this, like, yo, am I even worth it, dude? Am I even worth it? And I think that's, because you still have these, these lusts and these desires that you, you know, want to fulfill, like, damn, I could hit that, I could hit that, no one would know, but like, yeah, but you would know, and what you're trying to build, it does not become or continue, it'd be easy, very easy, and like I said, like, I'm, I think also train, like, weightlifting and everything to play soccer makes everything more specific, if I couldn't, like, I go do t- two hours a day every day or two, three hours every day and build the most perfect, aesthetically pleasing body and just do everything the way I could to just chase chicks and run through them and never really fucking progress as a person. And I could probably nab me a pretty hot, decent to hot looking girl out here. But I'd never fucking evolve. Like you gotta at some point. You gotta at some point. Dude, and that's. It's very difficult if you don't make a conscious effort to do that. And I look back on all the times we were happy, you're just like, bro, like I should have built, like you can't keep getting these girls just based off your look and your vibes and your aura. Because at, at one point, that's it, like relationships and parenting and everything else, they're built off those lows in the moment. Everything's fucking exciting when every week you have a built in date night. You're meeting up at the club. You're hot. She's hot. You're getting this adoration. Dude, that's just kind of how it goes. But if you're not doing anything, like, what do you do when you stop partying? How do you build a relationship? How do you maintain a relationship? And I've had great people around me on how to build and maintain relationships. I just never sought their counsel. Just being arrogant, thinking I knew everything. And I clearly don't. And it's just like, I thought I did. But you, you don't, and you can't control a lot of what happens. In early, not everything, but you kind of have to fucking prepare for it. I never prepared for it. A lot of it also just revolves around money. Like, bro, if I just had a better fucking job, 
but I'd never allowed myself to go get a better fucking job. I had a car. I could have went and worked at any fucking warehouse, but I liked working at A&F. I liked the clout of saying I work at Abercrombie. No matter what it was, like, oh, you work at Abercrombie? Yeah. And getting all these titles that don't mean shit, but just like, dude, like, you like saying you work at Abercrombie. You could have worked for another place, probably a little bit further, probably had better hours, definitely better fucking pay. Better opportunity for fucking growth. But you stayed on that measly 11 some dollar an hour job and fucking struggled. You couldn't move out. You couldn't do anything. Like when you wanted to buy a car, like shit, you had to wait for the fucking tax return to get it to put a nice down payment. And you fucked that up because you weren't making enough. Like, it feels weird, not weird, but like it feels good to have a fucking savings. Like, I have something in my spending account, and then, like in my checking, and then I have shit in my savings. Like, that's dope. Very fortunate to be in that position, but I know I need to still progress. I think as far as relationship goes, like, I, dude, it's so weird, like, being in a situation to where, like, finally have a chance to be in a productive relationship, and my still main goal is Nike. Even if that may not be the, the right place for me, that's still my main goal. I remember a girl actually was just like, like, what if we're together and you get offered Nike? Like, is it me or Nike? And like, kind of without hesitation, I was like, Nike. Like, come back to Ohio or work at my dream job in my dream city. And a place that I prayed to be and, and strategize and plan. Dude, it, it was kind of shocking. But it's like, yo, I must be really committed to this. And is it just a cloud of working at Nike? Like, no, it's a working a specific job at Nike. Will I let myself be lulled into this comfortability to where I forsake any other opportunity to work at Nike because of I work at Nike? Depends on how good it is. Like, I will say this, like, if if my lifestyle can still afford working at Nike, then I'll do it. My lifestyle couldn't afford to work at fucking um, A&F. And dude, like, I loved working there. The people I worked with, my job was simple. It was cool. But it's like, dude, I didn't, I didn't progress. I learned some new skills, which is dope. But it's like, I knew I was never going to be a supervisor or even a lead until someone got fucking fired or quit. And it's like, it's three years. I mean, you build up good friendships. Like, my homeboy Will, my homeboy Jesse. Like, these are people that I hold in very high esteem. But it's like, yo, I definitely... And then the funny thing, when I went back to work during peak season last year, I was making twice that. 
doing the same job. Actually, yeah, doing the same job, kind of, but just doing a different job. And it's like, bro, I could have made so much out of my life. Like, especially getting certifications. Like, if I could have told her, like, yo, especially the time when I was work- sitting there working or not working, or I got a new car, like, dude, I, it's every, yeah, I should have tried to get a new job, but I just got fucking comfortable. Not in, like, comfortable and, and, and happy, because I was happy, but just, I was happy, but at the same time, where you could have been happier. You could have been happier together. But I just, I never. I never allowed myself to evolve. I never allowed myself to be in a position to where I had to evolve, to where it was thrusted upon me. This evolution of thought and action was something that I got thrown into. Working 60 plus hours a week, 100 plus hours a paycheck, like that's something I picked up in Orlando out of fucking necessity. Like if I don't do this, I'm going to be fucking broke. I'm making $13 an hour. Like, I need to do something different. And again, I allow myself to be comfortable working there. I definitely should have got another fucking job. The pay, by like saying I work at Walgreens and the discounts and my own grow. But I didn't gain any transferable skills. So I sacrificed a lot for one close friend, which is, I'm not bad at. I think it was cool that me and Val saw each other pretty much every day. But once you started working from home, I definitely could have just found another job. I just didn't. It was out there. It was fucking far. I was overstressed. I was overworked. It was not great. I wasn't really, and it never really gave me a chance to enjoy Florida. At all. There's so many things that I missed. Luckily, I just had, like, I think I liked it because I had the schedule that I liked. I was off Fridays and Saturdays. Perfect. Because emo night would be on Thursdays. And then I could just roll out Sat Friday and Saturday to be able to watch college football. And then it was gravy. But yeah, I owe, a big, I owe Alex a big apology. I owe Tina a big apology. That they never got the best me. They got a good, to, decent to good me. But they didn't get the best me. And that and that's on me. They didn't get the best of me at all. Riley had a good father. Riley didn't get a good provider, a good leader. And like I was a good leader on a soccer field. 
you know, a good leader in my department, but just in the things that I needed to show my good leadership skills in, I just wasn't doing it, dude. Like, it, it, it's horrible. I think Lindsay got a better me just because I had a goal in mind. And my goal was get to fucking Portland. And if the pandemic hadn't fucked that up, I'd have been last year. But with the pandemic, it would it allowed me to sit my black ass down somewhere and get and go to these classes and try to get these tech certifications and get introduced to that world. Jesus, Booker, make a fucking three. Nigga, your butt ass open. But yeah, so it's just like being in that position to where I needed to hold myself accountable. It's like, yo, how bad do I want this? Am I at least going to be able to show up? There you go. And I, I think now it's just like with any relationship I'm in, I'm trying to evolve. Evolve physically evolve mentally spiritually like there's still a bit of me that's like still hurt of what happened like I there's a lot of songs that I cannot listen to from 2018 just because that's when my whole fucking world got rocked but like at the same time like and I posted this on my Instagram it's like I have to be like happy for it because if that didn't happen I'm not in fucking Portland, Oregon right now. It's a culmination of being in the place where, again, point two K, where I want to be. And not everybody gets to say that. Like it, it, it is a, it is a weird situation considering where I was at three years ago. Just. Drastically depressed, dude. Drastically depressed. And not loving life and not liking myself and not getting better. Like, I really didn't know, especially coming around this time. Like, I didn't know if I was going to be alive. Back at another job that I hated. Dealing with two women who actually really did care for me, really did love me. But just, bro, I was so fucking broken. I think I've talked about this. Like, I was so in a fucking bad space. Just full of rage and jealousy and anger and hopelessness. Like, bro, I don't even know how the fuck they love me. I don't even know how they fucking stand to be around me. I, you know what it is? Yeah, I can. I was really good at faking it. I was really good at hiding it. And they would be really... They were brief medicines. And I feel bad that I put them in those situations. Because I think they knew about each other. <clears throat> I think, yeah, they did. Because they'd ask about it. Like, who's such and such? Oh, they're just a friend. They're just like, dude, you're... But I went head first and just like, I don't know if I'm going to fucking live. So I don't, even instead of treating people better, I just was latching on to whoever showed me affection. And that's what it was. 
I was in this like affection deficit. Like my ego was shot. My self-esteem was shot. So whoever made me feel good about myself and told me good things and found me attractive, I was with. And that's it. That's that's how it fucking just breaks down, dude. It's just like these two people were kind enough to show me the type of affection that I needed at that point. Let me crash at their places and stuff like that. It's not like I didn't love living, like living with my grandmother was cool, but like I know if I didn't live there, I'd have taken myself out. If I still lived with my cousin, yeah, dude, I'd have taken myself out. But it's like, I'm definitely like, I had enough sense to where I'm not going to have my grandmother or my little uh, cousin find me dead in her place, especially after my Kim died. But and I say this, my to recap being in that space, fucking my dad, my grandpa, dude, their spirits. They're pushing me and goading me on. And just keep going. Just keep going. You'll get past this. I know you fucking up. You walling. Out. And every time, you know, out and crashing at friends' houses and doing mauling, massive drinking and shit like that. Having mental breakdowns. Just keep pushing. Hey, it sucks. <sighs> There's going to be days where you hate it. There's going to be days where you don't want to wake up. There's going to be days where you go to sleep and that's it. Where you don't even make it to go to sleep. You take yourself out. But nope, you need to do this. And that's what it was, dude. It's just like, like, nigga, we're not letting you die. We are not letting you die. So, you're going to go through this bullshit. You're going to not like it. You're going to not appreciate it. You're going to know that there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights. There's going to be a lot of days where, especially polar water, where you don't want to get out of bed. But. But you're going you're gonna to do it. You're going to wake up and you're going to survive. And even getting to Florida. Because it's. Uh, girl I was cool with was like oh no cause I was like yo I'm thinking about leaving the fuck Ohio. I gotta get the fuck out of Ohio I need to go to Houston cause I have my boy Mike down there or I can go to Orlando I was like tell me and there was nothing really serious like we were just cool like just really cool we've been cool for years and I was like y'all can just come crash with you and just kinda get my life straight really nothing on some dating shit but just like it's like just come here I bet we hung out twice the entire time I was in fucking Florida. We did not fucking vibe. Like it was one of those weird situations where we were just better off as internet friends, but our p- politics were so different in the way we viewed life. And there was a lot of like, yeah, dude, it just wasn't. I don't know, but it gladly it didn't work out because I'd have still been in there. I've still been in fucking Florida. And I think even if me and Val and I got together, I would still have wanted to leave Florida. Not that I didn't like Florida. I love it. 
but it just wasn't my dream city. And I was telling people that, like, why'd you come? Why'd you come back? Florida's so warm and everything. It's like, bro, it's just not my dream city. It's a, it's a, it's a, there was no real plan. It was more of a scheme. I got blessed by the Lord that Matt and mom allowed me to kick it with them and allow me into their family. And I'm forever grateful, but just like, I never evolved, I've never really evolved in Florida. I wasn't doing the same shit I was doing in Columbus because I didn't know as many people, but I was essentially doing a lot of the same shit in Columbus. Just being, allowing myself to be comfortable and not pushing myself the way I needed to. I wouldn't push myself in the gym. I wouldn't push myself at work. I wouldn't push myself anywhere. Like, this trip has gone better than the last one. Because I'm talking to Riley more. I'm talking to Quentin more. Like, I just could not. Dude. My ego's too shattered. Like, I think for a long time I blocked Alex. I think I blocked her for like two months, two, three months. I just did not. And that's probably not great because, again, Riley. But it's mentally, dude, I went there. I was not there. It's a very dark place. And I think just now you got, I'm, I'm in a space where I got to fucking evolve. And just keep going. Just every day just get a little bit better. Every day make a better decision. Every day push yourself that much further. So when you are back in a for real relationship and you're with each other every day, you are used to, you have that muscle memory of being better. Of wanting to be better, of planning and being respectful and learning how to communicate and learning how to trust the person and allow yourself to feel vulnerable. And I think a lot of it, too, is just like I never allowed myself to feel vulnerable around Alex and Tina. So I think Stacy and I, we had a better relationship because when we met, I was completely raw. Completely raw. And I was just 100% vulnerability. Like, I'm feeling things. I have a lot of feels. Fucking 24 years of disappointment and... Sadness, like, dude, you have to fucking get better. And so, but even then, just like, I was already cute. I felt I was hot. I was like, all right, cool. I got back hot again. Especially around the time me and Alex split, like, oh, shit, I'm back to my fighting shape. I'm at 190. Oh, shit. I got my ass back. trying to make this shit happen but I just never fucking I never evolved that wasn't an evolution that was just a reset and it's just like you have to have a respect for the person you're with I was like I'm smarter than this person far and away and I just like whatever they lost respect for me monetarily it's just like I needed to find other ways for me to have respect for them and, and see them in a light that was productive for the, towards the relationship. And maybe we should have ended it, but 
when there was love there too. I did love being around my daughter, and I love Alex's family. Just like, it just, it just got comfortable. I wasn't going to be the one to break the routine. And I guess God was just like, yo, nigga, I need to get you. I need you. Have, I have a better purpose. I have something better for you, and I need you to not be here. Because the thing is, this is the reason why I never really left, and I'd been wanting to go to fucking or- come to Oregon since 2008. The Pacific Northwest since 2008. Portland specifically, it's like 2009. 2009, 2010. But I was always in a relationship. And just that fear of, well, I'm fucking... We may not be the best couple, but I'm fucking, you know. Yeah, I'm fucking, so I'm going to just stay here. I love her. She doesn't want to leave because she's really close to her family. And we just got this apartment and we just, you know, had this kid that's had these health issues. So I don't want to fucking leave that. And I just kept pushing myself and my dream down. I didn't know what I was going to do here, but I just knew I wanted to be out here. Whatever I was going to do, I needed to be out here to do it. There we go. Got my double-double. But yeah. I play 2K weird. Um, I do my league instead of my player because I'm too lazy to fucking try to grind this shit. I could, but, dude, I hate sucking. And when your dude just fucking blows, uh, and I'm for damn sure not spending a bunch of fucking money to have my nigga get better. So it's just like, nah. I'd rather do a creative player and then just play the game to where I only control my comp- creative player. And... I make sure that he tries it, like, that he averages at least 10 points, like at least more, uh, 10 assists a game, if not more. There's very few games where I don't, like if you, yeah, and I've been like this since like, I want to say 2K18. I was like, I want to get my 10 assists. But before even then, like, I'd be playing, I'd be using the whole squad. So I'm like, I got to get everybody their points. Got to get everybody. And I start pressing it. It's like, why don't I just control one guy? And then do what I got to do. And get him his shit and get everybody else just involved. But it is me every play coming up controlling the rock, essentially. But I don't know how to get back to the important part. I really think that I am going into next relationship just better, you know. And wanting more and wanting to see the full potential. Because I couldn't, like, tell you what that looked like. I think with one thing is just I'm consistent, but like I'm never gonna treat you differently than that's right. But like if we're married or not, but like I definitely need to treat the relationship better if we're married. You know, plan more things, involve you in more things like that I'm thinking. Damn it.
There we go. Nice tied up. And my 13th assist. But yeah, so just like, like I said, I had plenty of people to learn from and how to be in good relationships, but I was just never in a spot to where I could have been better in a relationship or for a relationship because I wasn't being better. I wasn't evolving. And that's hard to, and that's a hard pill to swallow. Like, damn, I lost this relationship because I stayed stagnant and they needed more. Yes, am I more attractive than their new dudes? Of course, by fucking far. At my, especially now, especially just at my best, like, yeah, I'm better looking than you niggas. Cooler to be around. But at the same time, I was less trustworthy. I was more out for not just me, but like, Just, yeah, just not looking out for the best interest of the relationship. You can't do that. I'm learning that now. It is not even what I want that person to do for me. It's like, yo, here's what I know I can do for that person. Are you serious? Thank you. Cool. Block and foul. Bitch ass nigga. I just think so much. Damn it. So much of what I want to accomplish now, I can. And I'm, and I'm waiting on, not waiting on, like I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm trying to enjoy the steps. Because that's one thing, too, when you're involved. Like, it's not going to be overnight. Not at all. But it is fucking doable. And you just have to focus on getting better every day. Every fucking day. You have to fall in love with that process. What are you doing, DeAndre Ayton? Thank you. Nigga, it's taking forever to fucking shoot, nigga. This is why we have Clint Capella. Jesus. This nigga's out here being a whole ass bitch. Sorry. But yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to apologize to all of my exes. Because I never understood the relationship and what it could have been. Damn it. They are here shooting cinder blocks. There we go. There we go. Slow down. I'm not giving Devin Booker nothing. This nigga throws up the most fucking bricks. Nigga, what what were you waiting for? What are you doing, Brandon Ingram? You had wide-ass open shot. Jeez, 
Give me the fucking rock. I hate this shit. These niggas taking extra dribbles and whatnot. Like, what kind of fucking dumbass scripting is this? But, no. <sighs> it is. It's just, I'm, I'm definitely more, be, trying to become more centered. And a girl I talk to, like, we're, it's definitely a, a situation where I'm, I'm trying to find something that binds us together other than the fact that there's, there's an attraction there. Also, just like, I need to stop thinking like, yo, we're just really attracted to each other. Like, nah, dude. Even when I came out here, like, I had no qualms. Like, not no qualms. Like, I had no qualms about not dating or doing anything. And that's literally just a goal. Because, like, I know it's going to take away. And especially because... I get up, I work till three, get off, walk to the gym, usually start my work around 3.30, 3.45, depending on if I have anything to do while walking out there or before walking out there. And you know, get get home and clock back in from like 6.30 again. Like if I, and like I try to get my work, I might not try to like get my workout in, work hard as shit, but it's like, bro, you can't. Like you can't do that. Like you can't, like I can't spend the time dating. Because it's going to mess up my money. I am messing my workout. Like my one off day I'll take is Friday. But that's what I do. Cleaning and stuff like that. But it's like everything else. I can't dedicate my life to. Romantic endeavors as much as I may physically want to. Can't. And like I said, I have enough money to where if I wanted to, I could just Uber to a strip club, spend $200 and not hurt. But I'm trying to buy a car. And this time I'm trying to get my dream car. And I think a lot of the delay with me getting to Portland was like, yo, do I want to save up by a car and just drive out there? Do I want to fly? Like, what is it? Like, what do I want to do? And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just go. And I got really lucky.
Draymond Green just hit DeAndre Ayton with a fucking three-point flat play. Nigga, you need to make at least two of these motherfuckers. I'm glad that in 2K, the person can, you can get three-point plays now, or four-point plays now. Four-point plays and fucking three-point fouls. I feel like you couldn't do that in any other 2K. Niggas really be fouling on the three. Like, you literally had to drive the line to get three three foul shots. Or be playing a nigga. But yeah, man, it's all right. Locks it down. Playing the fucking Warriors. But yeah, man, it's just I, I really wanted to again just reiterate, just apologize to the girls I dated before, because I didn't know that I needed to evolve within the relationship and resolve within myself in order to make the relationship work. You can't just keep rolling off the fact that we're attracted to each other and we and we're really good hanging out. You got to build on top of that. Like, all that's a really good foundation. You want to have attraction. You want to have trust and admiration. But you need to build on top of that foundation. You can't just have a house that's foundation. It's not a house. It's just foundation. It just makes for really good fuck buddies. This nigga made all three nice. So it's like. It's, it's definitely refreshing. And to have that clarity, I was walking home today and I was listening to the song Satellite by P.O.D., which is one of my favorite fucking songs. And it really, they were just like, bro, like, and I, and I take these moments when I can to, to talk to God and just be, and just show gratitude, dude, because everything could have been so different. If I didn't decide to add now to push myself, everything would have been so different. It was the worst. Not I wasn't the worst, but just, I just felt the worst. I felt the worst. And now I don't. So, thanks for listening. I think this one's a little shorter, but hopefully I cook again with one of my homies. But, uh, Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Chaos Therapy. Peace.